Welcome to the award-winning show, Holding Down the Fort, brought to you by U.S. Vet Wealth. A podcast show that focuses on sustaining a fulfilling, a purposeful military life through conversation and community building. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and creator of Holding Down the Fort. And I'm Jenny Lynn Stroop, a seasoned military spouse, mom of two boys, and your co-host. Together, we'll converse with special guests from the military community and for the community to share knowledge, resources, and relevant stories on how we can best hold down the fort for ourselves and our loved ones. Now let's get started. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the award-winning podcast show, Holding Down the Fort. I am your creator and co-host, Jen Amos. And as always, I have my co-host with me, Jenny Lynn Stroop. Jenny Lynn, welcome back. Hey, glad to be here. Yes. And we are excited, as we always are, um, especially when Jenny Lynn goes out of her way to invite incredible people that she knows onto our show because it makes my life easier. (laughs) But let me go ahead and bring Jay on. Now I'll tell you a little bit about Jay Salters. He is a founder of Act Now Education which provides free comprehensive educational resources and opportunities for active duty veterans and military spouses and children. He is also currently a Naval officer and a Spirit of Bob Hope recipient, which is presented to individuals who epitomize the values of Bob Hope, which are duty, honor, courage, loyalty, commitment, integrity, and selfless dedication. Jay, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. And yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, absolutely. And Jenny Lynn, real quickly, why don't you share a little bit about how you know Jay and what compelled you to bring him on the show today? So I met Jay through another former Holding Down the Fort guest, Misty Flynn. Misty sent me a note and said that Jay is the most wonderful person ever providing resources for active duty transitioning service members and spouses and said, you need to have him come talk. And here he is. (laughs) And here you are, Jay. (laughs) Yeah. Jay, first and foremost, prior to this recording, we were talking about the fact that, you know, you are currently active duty and here you are helping transitioning service members and military families, you know, with all these resources with Act Now Education. And you've been doing this for over a decade now. So I have to ask you, what compelled you to start this while on active duty? Mainly because, and I'm asking this from a perspective of my husband and I working in this space, and it's usually like at the very end when a lot of the people we work with are like, oh, I gotta look at this stuff now. Oh, I gotta take care of this stuff now. And yet here you are. <laughs> still in active duty, you know, providing these resources for our community. Oh, absolutely. So I want to say back in 2009, I come across like trying to identify what I want to do with my career. And at the point, you know, once you hit 10 years, almost close to 10 years, you got to identify whether or not you want to stay in or stay out. What do you Mm -hmm. want to do? So I was just thinking about if I got out, you know, is everything that I'm currently doing enough for me to find, uh, you know, employment? And mm-hmm. being able to, you know, I don't necessarily want a job, but I wanted a, another career. Mm-hmm. So I was like, basically, the only thing I have right now is a security clearance. I didn't have my degree, which is what I joined for. So I was trying to figure out what that would look like. And essentially, um, if I compare myself to my college counterpart, they will probably have their degree knocked out. They would probably have some certifications on their belt with no experience. I have mm-hmm. experience, but I don't have those other things. So I made it a focus of mine to you know, take advantage of some certifications, see what was out there and try to finish my degree. And lo and behold, I went from not having any certifications to knocking out about 14 
to 15 wow. different certifications within a year and a half. And a lot of it wasn't as difficult as, as people may think it would be, but um, I was able to do that. And, you know, it ended up being a trajectory for me to stay in the military because a lot of individuals didn't know about the opportunities that were out there. So I just started sharing it. And some of those individuals were a year or two out. And so for me, I guess you can say 18 years later, a passion of mine to kind of share this information and provide this. And I've done a lot of seminars. I've done a lot of online webinars. I've trained over 14,000 individuals. And that's been mainly my focus, right? It, showing them about programs that they may not be aware of. And yeah, I've been joining it. So I've been mentally retired for the last 10 years, <laughs> but yeah, it's helped me understand what drives me being able to help others get opportunities. And I've been able to accomplish a lot in my career, but I realized early on or around that time that regardless of what I've done, any warfare qualifications I've been able to knock out my degrees, it means more to me that if I can help someone identify what opportunities are available and they're able to get like a job, like there was one person, I showed him how to knock out his degree in six months. Mm. So he went from zero to knocking out a bachelor's degree through taking Cleps and Dante's. And now he's a teacher. And he was like, Jay, I got to thank you for this because I would have not had this opportunity if you didn't show me these things. And I was like, man, that feels good. Yeah. It helps more people. <laughs> you know, Jay, what I like about your story is that you knew early on, you know, at least at that 10 year mark where you're like, okay, I got to do something for myself. I should at least like prepare for transition. And not only did you just, you know, get 14 plus certifications from what I'm hearing, but you're like, oh my gosh, this can be helpful for other people as well. And so here you are, you know, a decade into running Act Now Education, serving all these other people. I just love that spirit of serving others. I think in general, that is the spirit of the military community is, you know, doing something greater than yourself. And so um, I think it's incredible that you saw that early on, you know, in your career. And like you said, to be helping over 14,000 individuals prepare for transition, I think is incredible. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I didn't think anything of it, but like I said, the people that I surrounded myself with, the mentors, the team, it's all kind of led me to this point and I'm very grateful of it. And the 14,000 was actually like before we actually started touching social media. So those were in-person wow. presentations. And then now we have about 15,000 members on the Facebook group who you know, chime in because I, I can't answer every single question, but people as a community to help mm -hmm. each other find resources and opportunities. And that's kind of like, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know what I was creating, but that's what kind of <laughs> turned into, which is grateful <laughs> for. Yeah, absolutely. That makes me so happy. Like, I mean, you know, on the show, like we really are all about community and I just love to hear, you know, this thing that started from a, a personal need, you know, is now 15,000 strong and that all of those people are chipping in to help other people. I just, I just love hearing that. Absolutely. I would say one major facet of what we're doing currently at Now Education, because we have a few partnerships with different organizations, Intuit and Coursera. We have a good majority of uh, military spouses that are very, it's kind of crazy too, because um, <laughs> I would think active duty service members are all on it when it comes to this transition process and taking advantage of the certifications and opportunities. It, it depends on who it is, but yeah. uh, the military spouses are crushing it right now in Act Now Education. A lot of them are knocked out their, their own bookkeeping certification, which we provide for free. And there's a lot of other courses that's on our channels that you can get essentially for free that they've been able to take advantage of and starting to get jobs as well. So I'm very grateful for everything that the community has been able to do and can't wait to see what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. And I think community is the key word, right? It's like, 
this is all possible if you will, first of all, share that you have this need and have a community such as yours to be able to come together collectively to figure this out. I like how you, you know, just candidly said like, hey, I didn't know it was going to be like this. It it just kind of turned out this way. It it snowballed, you know, into this direction. And so, Jay, I'm curious to know, because I think sometimes with the pace of military life, it could be really easy to put off your transition. And here you are, you know, 18 years in, having accomplished everything you did, is there anything you want to say to, you know, whether it's uh, service members, military spouses, anything you want to say to them about like how you were able, you know, to prioritize your certifications and, and still make this possible for yourself in the busy life of the military? I can say a lot of things that we do. There's a couple of things. Um, that's a good question. There's a couple of things to that point. One is in the military, you know, we're taught mostly about the team environment and being a part of the team. And once you make Either you become a senior NCO or you become a senior chief petty officer, chief petty officer, or whatever you do as far as getting upon the ranks. Once you get to that point, you know, your focus is, is working on your individuals and the people that are under you and supporting you. So when it comes to transition, I feel a lot of times those individuals forget how to look after themselves. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes think of transition as like, you know, an easy coast out because, you know, we're, we're stepping out. But transition is a mindset and a lot of people don't take that in for what it is because one, you're going away from something that you've known for a long time and going into something where it's uncharted for you. This is the second part of your life. So a lot of people don't give it the attention that it needs. Some people, and I do one-on-one coaching with uh, free coaching with a lot of people that are transitioning out. And a lot of times it's individuals that have six, six months to one month transitioning out. And that's really not enough time to kind of work on your medical, identify what opportunities are out there. Where do you want to live? There's just a lot of things that you have to do. And so that's why we came out with that checklist that kind of talks about, hey, from the three-year mark, this is what you should be kind of looking at. These are the things that you should be doing um, just so you can get yourself ahead of the curve. You won't necessarily get everything but it's better to have a game plan in the military. We're used to following orders. So I figured it's easier to lay that out so people can follow this and help themselves make transition easier because transition is a hard process mentally for your family, everything that's involved with it. And if you're not prepared for it, I mean, I've seen the worst side of transition where an individual senior E7 transitioned out of the military and he never filed for his retirement correctly. So he didn't get paid for his disability and he didn't get paid for retirement. And that gap was for like seven months. And so he he thought everything was being taken care of when he didn't know he had to follow up just to make sure the process was happening. And so I've seen him in a job center and his family and I've seen them like, that was really emotional for me. I was like, man, that's kind of tough. But understanding like, you have to make sure that you take care of yourself for this transition. And I would say the transitioning part, when people want to ease up, this is going to be the most difficult part of your life where you don't want to ease up because you have to make sure you do everything you do due diligence. So if anything, those are some of the things that people should focus on. Three years out, looking at opportunities, understand that there's going to be a mental stress with this transitioning. And then one thing that we don't do really well is work out that networking piece to be able to reach out to others and start to coordinate what it is that they want to do in your career or your second career. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I appreciate you sharing that, Jay. And I'm curious to know from your experience or observation that is there sort of this 
denial about transition. That's why it gets put off. And that's my question. Is that, do you think that's the case or any other things that you've observed when you run into families who are just, you know, six months out and they're now just thinking about transition? I think we just get comfortable mm. in this sense. And, and I'm, I'm going to call it for what it is. It's, it's thinking that this transition is going to be like everything else in our career, where it's kind of, kind of, this is the next step that you need to take. It's right in front of you. It's not. Everyone transition is different. Depending on what you're looking for, the opportunities are different. And I think there is a, a perceived notion that, you know, outside of the military, you know, your career, your next career, everyone's being put on a pedestal if you're a veteran, but that's not right. necessarily the truth. Mm-hmm. If you don't have certain qualities, certifications, degrees, soft skills, it's it's not going to be that easy to leave from one job to the next. Mm-hmm. And there's some statistics out there. I don't remember exactly what the number is, but even when a service member does find an opportunity, there's, I want to say like, over a 50% chance of them actually leaving that within the first year, because that's the first thing they jumped on Mm. rather than planning it out. So like I said, you go from team environment to focusing on yourself and then transition it. And a lot of people, some people even work to the last day that they're transitioning out. The military is going to replace you with someone else. So you just have to do your due diligence, make sure you take care of your family and plan ahead. And that's really what it is. You just got to be cognizant of some of those hurdles that you're going to come across it's not going to be as easy, but if you're well prepared or you're prepared as best as you possibly can, it can make the process easier on you and the family. Yeah, absolutely. Janelyn, just thought I'd check in with you, see if you had any thoughts. Oh man. I mean, I was thinking about transition, like we're this December, Matthew will have been active duty for 15 years. And so we're kind of looking at that, like, all right, well, you know, what's next? Stay in, get out, you know, what's the next right step? And so it's fascinating to hear, like, I think we as a family have always been pretty future focused. So to think that there are people that just work up to the last day and like aren't prepared, one is really scary for me as, as a person. I was like, oh man. But I think, you know, to the point Jay made about like he was surprised that it's not just the service members, but the spouses. And that act now education like helps really kind of everybody in the military family is awesome because, you know, having been a military spouse now for over 12 years, like everybody does actually transition. And that's something that not all of the programming out there helps cover. Like there are a lot of resources for the service member. There are not as many for the spouses, but I mean, when you've done this for 20, 30 years of your life, like it's a transition out for you too. I mean, there's a part of me that goes, oh, maybe we'll just stay for 30. Like, (laughs) because, you know, while we don't love the frequent PCSing and some of the stressors that come with military life, I mean, Jay's right in going, yeah, but that's what you're comfortable with because that's what you've always done. And what happens after, like, Mm -hmm. because it feels like you're giving up not just a job, but a lifestyle and a community. So, you know, to have Act Now Education out there that's helping prepare people with all sorts of skills, I think is phenomenal. Absolutely. And that's the overall goal is, is just to collectively come together. And there's a bunch of resources that can be utilized to help this process and make it easier on the family. And like I said, that mental capacity when you're doing this transition, a lot of people don't just think about that. But if you think, you know, I got eight months left or six months left. I have two daughters and my wife is, uh, you know, takes care of the daughters, a stay at home mom. 
and I'm trying to transition out of the military in six months, but then I still have to do things for my unit or that I work for. And, you know, it's a lot of things that's going on in that service member's head. And then even on the spouse side, like, how is our paycheck going to change? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Like what type of benefits are going to be available? Mm -hmm. Am I able to go to medical and still, you know, arrange dental appointments or is that something that's going to be feasible? Mm -hmm. And then what other opportunities are they going to pursue as far as career opportunities are like, how long is it going to take to get the next job? So a lot of that, you know, puts a lot of stress on the family. But like I said, as long as the person's communicating ahead of time, they're identifying what's out there and they kind of see what they want to do. It helps the process. It helps move in the process. And even also for like some people don't necessarily want to go back into a job, but they want to pursue a passion, but they don't know what their passions are. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to get a good understanding of who you are, what's out there, connect with people and then work it from there. Mm-hmm. I love that. Speaking of spouses, Jay, I know that you provide resources to not just service members, but military families, military spouses, and being our show being about military spouses specifically, I'm curious to know what are some of the top resources that you would recommend that spouses look at when they visit your website and learn more about Act Now Education? Awesome. I'm expecting all the spouses to have pen and paper ready. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about a couple of resources that can definitely help and assist, obviously on Facebook. We have the Facebook page, but we also have the group Act Now Education. That's the group that you want to go into. And I can tell you what happens if you join. If you join our group and, you know, you fill out the application for a Coursera access, you'll be able to look at 6,000 courses that are available as a way to do upskilling. And then they have about 26 certifications from IBM to Facebook. So anything from cybersecurity to marketing are available. Google has a project management certification and all this is free. But if you go to Coursera.com, you're going to end up having to pay. So just go through us and you get all that for free. And that resource can help you identify and leverage what other opportunities are out there. Mm. Now, if you don't really know where to start, Act Now Education is a good place to start. And like I said, there's a lot of information to scroll through. You just type in military spouses. But Mainly for career development, I would say the first place to start is an organization called ACP, American Corporate Partners. American Corporate Partners is great because they'll provide you with a mentor for 12 months in a career field of your choosing. Now, a lot of people just choose someone that they think because they'll, they'll provide you with like three different mentors to choose from. So you'll say, hey, I wanted this person or this person. It's best to choose someone I would say and I would recommend from wherever you're trying to be located at. So if your spouse is going to retire and you're pretty much trying to figure out which direction you want to go with your career and you're moving to Florida, you want to contact a mentor that can be in Florida. That way you can start doing that networking piece. That networking piece is is crucial because it helps you get a leg up. Mm -hmm. After you contact the mentor and you have a good understanding of what the career field is that you're trying to get into, there's a couple of sources that can help you out. So your LinkedIn, you can get the free year, one year premium LinkedIn. So that's an opportunity that will allow you to help continue to build your network. On top of that, Onward to Opportunity provides certifications. So you can utilize that to knock out some certifications. And all these things are upskilling and help you have the ability to, you know, find a potential employer, look at what's available. I would also recommend if you are just not used to the networking piece, there are three organizations, Vet to Industry, LinkedIn Mill City and the Keys, those events that you go to 
on LinkedIn. They have webinars. They connect you with a lot of different organizations, companies, corporations, and other veterans and military spouses that are all for the community, all about helping each other. So it'll be a great place to kind of get the leg up on what's out there. Yeah. And so if you're utilizing those resources, they'll definitely help you understand and help you get connections. Because essentially, if you think about it and you're applying for a job and you're doing this online and you're clicking the button, application, submit. I mean, you got to think about it. I'm a visual person. There's like a thousand people in the lot submitting that same application. Right. So and at this gray building, you're, you can visualize yourself at this gray building with a submit job application for whatever corporation. There's a thousand people in the line and there's one teller. And the only thing that she says is next. Mm. So you can doll up your resume however you want. But if you're submitting it to applicant tracking system or whatever the organization is going to look for, is they're going to pull that out and see whether or not you're a good candidate. But that's not the easiest way to get the opportunity. The easiest way to get the opportunity is to go through the side door and you need someone to open that side door. So build that network before you need it. So that's why I'm saying use ACP, use these different organizations to kind of help you force the relationships that are going to be able to help you. Okay, what is that company like? Mm -hmm. What are the normal working hours? What are your mission and visions? What are some of the things that I should do? Like do informal interviews. That way you can prepare yourself for those opportunities if that's what you want to do. But if you're interested in certifications, like I said, come to Act Now Education. We'll have a list of certifications available. Right now, I would say Intuit is definitely the bookkeeping certification. We've got 67 spouses through that program. And I think the first six just got hired that are starting. Wow. So, yeah. And the next thing that we're going to be doing is helping other organizations kind of identify, you know, opportunities for these veterans and military spouses to bring them on for employment. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot. I know it's a lot. No, I dig it. I was just taking it all in. I have to give a shout out to Vets to Industry. I just realized I need to bring them on the show, but I was fortunate to do their keynote at the beginning of August for their male spouse mixer. And this was like, I think my third event having gone to. And one of my, what I like the most about Vets to Industry, especially those mixers, is that almost immediately after the event, they send you an email recap of everyone's LinkedIn profile. So that it's not just this, you know, show up to something and try to exchange contact information. It's like, oh, you can get everyone's contact information at the end so that for the actual event itself, you could just focus on relationship building. You could just focus on being there and being in community with people. So I really like that you brought up <laughs> that's the industry because it's definitely, especially in the time where everything is virtual, it's, it's been one of my favorite organizations to be involved with. Absolutely. Like I said, best industry, LinkedIn, Mill City, and the Keys are fantastic organizations to be a part of. One of the sessions I just recently went to with LinkedIn Mill City, they're just raw. It's just like, you know, someone was trying to identify, someone was talking about them transitioning and that the fact that they don't have any job perspectives. Mm. And she's like, I feel like, you know, I feel shameful that I'm in this situation, but it's, you know, it's tough. And, you know, I don't want to say her name, but she broke down. And, you know, there was a massive support. Multiple people from different organizations say, hey, reach out to me and we'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. So, that's what you need. And those are the type of relationships you need to develop. So that's why I would say you start with your network and build your network up and then everything else kind of will fall into place. And if you need a one-on-one or you need to ask more questions, my network is your network. So just hit me up on LinkedIn, Jay Salters, ask me whatever question. We can set up a call or whatever. I don't mind, but I'm here to support as much as I can. Fantastic. There's a part of me that wishes we were putting this like live on YouTube so that everybody could see like how both you and I are grinning at all of this information (laughs) because, you know, again, community keeps being brought up and that is my happy place. 
And I am just, I love Jay that you continue to touch on networking. I think that is a word that I have finally come around to as a synonym of community rather than kind of this icky thing that like you have to do to get in the, you know, it has often come with like this negative connotation of like, oh, you have to network. And it just sounds (laughs) like dirty and like, but really it's just building a community of people that are there to, you know, have your back. Like you talked about the story of the woman you were just telling, you know, and now being like building your tribe. Yeah, like now being in the, you know, the mill vet service organization space that I'm in, like, I am so thrilled to be able to go network both for my company and individually because it is just building that community. And it is amazing to me how this person knows that person and, you know, that person knows this. And you just get to see kind of all the places of support that are out there for those of us in the military community, which when you are living this lifestyle and, you know, on post, off post, like on base, off base, sometimes everything feels very small and confined. So to be able to like do these things online and build your community so that when, when you go wherever you're going next, you know, retirement or next duty station, you know, I think it's, it's really, really great for both spouses and transitioning service members. Also, I realized I said on post, I am not army. That has totally come from like this podcast and talking to all of our army folks. I was like, that is not what we call things in the Navy. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's definitely, like I said, it's, it's that when you have that collective common you know, everyone's going through this common struggle, you know, everyone understands what the PCS move is like, everyone understands, you know, having to have your spouse deployed, just build a network around that, build that tribe around that and use that to kind of leverage what opportunities are available. And it's not for everyone. I've been trying to get my wife to take advantage of spouse programs for a long time. But strangely enough, right? I'm the resource guy. My wife's like, I have to kind of like slide it through a friends or somebody else. Like, hey. right. oh, that's so funny. But, you know, you just understand what's out there because, like I said, there's over 40,000 different programs and resources that support the military community. Not a lot of people know about them. And we try to do our best to kind of put that information out there to bring that awareness because the military spouse and the service member are both serving their time, both supporting the nation, and they're both doing the tough jobs, right? I can say for me, and this is not for for me, I would say almost my wife's job is a lot harder because essentially if I was at home to deal with my kids, not to say that there wouldn't be a problem, but (laughs) if I had to wait for, you know, my significant Mm -hmm. other to get back after the deployment and then go again, and I'm not sure the timeframes, that's tough. That is tough. So like I said, we're, we're all serving in different capacities and the military is going to take his chunk out of you. So you might as well get the benefit of, you know, <laughs> building your network and taking advantage of what you can to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I hear often through my husband, who I met after his service, and just the veteran community in general is feeling alone, you know, almost feeling the sense of abandonment of like, if anything, I, he often talks about his most favorite time in his life was in service because he had his unit. And so I just really, I think it's so amazing how, you're sharing all of this with us as if you've already transitioned, but you're still, you know, active duty. I still have a lot of years left. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, my next question I wanted to ask you, Jay is, I mean, yeah, 
What does transition look like for you? Like, I mean, I imagine with, with all of the advice and resources you've given and gathered for yourself, like, have you envisioned <laughs> what transition will look like for you? Like I said, I'm mentally retired for the last 10 years. So yes, um, my strategy, and this is kind of something when I'm getting closer to my three-year mark, I'm actually just going to cover down on my whole transition process. Mm. I'm going to go through everything that I've created. I'm going to talk about the programs that I'm going to look into and break those things down as best as I possibly can. So just plan on highlighting my transition process in hopes of it will provide inspiration or ideas for others to kind of figure out which directions they want to go. Because, yeah, I mean, my wife is almost, but hasn't said it just yet, but she's ready to retire. She's, she's <laughs> like, if you go on another deployment, I was like, okay, yeah, let's, let's figure this out. <laughs> you but, don't um, need to finish that <laughs> sentence, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people can resonate with that, right? So, and I've enjoyed my career and I've enjoyed everything that I've done in my career, but this transition piece, like I said, it's a collective for my family. So I want to be able to take full advantage of what I know, apply that to this transition so people can see it. And like I said, if it helps people, that's the goal. It's not an easy thing, but it's definitely something that, you know, you just take your time in doing. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like in a way, it's interesting because it's like, it seems so like, selfish to have gotten all these resources, but at the same time, it's so selfless because you've shared it, you know? So it's like, you can see the ins and outs of military life, you know, having helped everyone that you did. So I'm just uh, in admiration of you, Jay, and I appreciate, you know, being a part of our show and, and sharing Act Now Education with us. Before we wrap up, and this is a new thing for Jenny Lynn and I, because I always forget to ask our questions that we usually list for people, is for our show. So we call our show Holding Down the Fort, or the, the name of our show is Holding Down the Fort. And we describe our show as uh, sustaining a fulfilling and purposeful military life through conversation and community building. So that's really what we do here. It's the resources are great. I think the resources make like a good backdrop of what we do, but really it's about having candid conversations like this to be reminded that um, we're not alone. But for you, Jay, when you think of the term holding down the fort, what does that mean for you? Uh, that means my wife, Mrs. Salters. That, that's exactly what that means, holding down the fort, because she has done that for the better part of our marriage. And she's taking care of all the tough things that I normally would if I was there. So in that regard, that's definitely, you know, honor and thankful that I have a partner such as her to do such a thing. And I know I will be paying for it once I retire. So I'm, I'm thinking of what I need to do now, but essentially, yes, yes. When, when I think of that, that directly just applies to my wife. I love that. That gets me emotional. <laughs> well, Jay, thank you so much for being on our show. And Jenny Lynn, any thoughts, anything else you want to add before we, we start to wrap up here? I just, on the note of holding down the fort, I just wanted to give both kudos to Jay and his wife where he said, you know, I created all this stuff and my wife doesn't use it. So I slip it through her friends. You are a very smart man. There is nothing more trusted than the military spouse network by other military spouses. And so to slide it through other military spouse friends is for sure the way to get her to use it. <laughs> and that goes the same way for your, your significant other that's in the military. You know, they get used to tuning things out and not listening. <laughs> slide it through one of his friends and like give him his documentation so he can do this or sign up for this. Or be like, hey, do you know this person signed up for this? This sounds like a... And then they'll be interested in it. <laughs> But yeah, 
it's one of those things that we often as parents talk about with our kids, you know, the parent says it 15 times, their friend goes, Hey mom, my friend told me whatever, whatever. And you're like, I told you that 15 times last week. Apparently we don't grow out of it as adults because the exact same thing is happening, you know, mid military career. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like my wife, this funny thing. So I've been telling my wife about, you know, knocking out my project management certification and doing the, my PMP and then you have PGMP. So these are big level certifications that I'm, I'm having my my um, target. And so I don't think she's ever really paid much attention to it, but she supports what I do as far as educational goals. A friend of mine, a good friend of mine, he just knocked his out and he took the picture of the certificate. And she's like, hey, how come you're not getting your? I was like, hey, this is craziness. I've been talking <laughs> about it. this for like the last five years, and I was like, but, right, but it makes sense. But when she's like, you need to get it before you get out. I was like, I know we're on the game plan for that. It's funny, but yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah, instead of the whole, I told you so, like whenever um, my husband has like some epiphany that I've been trying to like tell him for the last however many years, I just end up saying, I'm just glad we're on the same page now. (laughs) I'm just glad. I'm glad you're catching up. Glad we made it. Well, Jay, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you or learn more about Act Now Education. You can definitely go to www.actnoweducation.com. You can find us on Facebook and LinkedIn and IG. If you want to get a hold of me, just meet me on LinkedIn, j.salters. That's the handle. Yeah, like I said, we're here to support however we can. I appreciate you guys for having me on. I look forward to any military spouses that are reaching out. I will ask you to do things. Just be in mind. If you do reach out to me and you say, hey, I need some support. I'm like, okay, these are some tasks that I'm going to give you just to make sure you're up on it. But yeah, well, that's what we're here for. I love it. I think it's important to have that push, right? And to have that sense of accountability from someone just because we are very community oriented. That's just the spirit that you need when military spouses uh, come to you. But Jay, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Jenny Lynn, thank you for bringing it on Jay and for, yeah, just this amazing conversation today. Thank you both. Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. Get access to our show notes and subscribe to our newsletter by checking out the details of this episode on your preferred podcasting platform or visit our website, holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. And while you're on holdingdownthefortpodcast.com, be sure to follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or our YouTube channel. If you got a lot of value from today's conversation, kindly leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or leave us a recommendation on our LinkedIn profiles. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.